Okay, so today is Masech the Shabbos Tav Mem Ches. We are going to start on Mem Ches Amar Aleph by the Dat. So the Mishnah we discussed was Bemet Toimnim and Bemet Ain't Toimnim. So we talked about what you can do Atmana with. We discussed yesterday Atmana is different than Shia. Atmana means going ahead and wrapping your food totally in some in something which is going to go ahead and either keep it at its temperature. Or something which is going to go ahead and be moist of Hevel is going to go ahead and add heat to the food item on Shabbos. Our Mishnah was talking about about being moist of Hevel. We already mentioned this in the Memad Likim. We discussed this. And we said the reason why you're not allowed to wrap food is well, why are you going to go ahead and wrap it in a in ashes? And the ashes may have a coal in it, which has a remit. You're going to go ahead and stir it, and it's going to go ahead and going to go be over an Isser on Shabbos of cooking a Bishel on Shabbos itself. So we said that something which is masik havlo, we said yesterday, something which goes ahead and adds heat, obviously and I'll go ahead and wrap it in me, we discussed in the Mishnah. Okay? Rabba, and then the last thing we said was, we went ahead and asked the Kasha, we said that Shum Shum included as well, which means sesame seeds. We said, yes, it's included. Ah, we have a bright that seems to say that it's only zesim, it's only olives, olive leftovers in the base of from the olive seeds. So Yomar says, no, that's talking about something else. That's talking about the, apparently the, the stuff that's left from, from the olive press gets very, very hot and keeps on adding heat. So I can't even go ahead and take a pot out of my hatmana and then put it on top of that on Shabbos because it's going to be moist of Hevel. It's going to add heat. Let's see the Gemara. Rabbi of Zebra Iklu Be They went to the house of Reish Kalusa. Chazel, who after they saw one of the Avadim of Reish Kalusa, the Amach Kuza Demai put a cold jug of water. Apuma the Kumkuma. The Kumkuma is the hot pot of water on top of the hot pot of water. So Nazir Rabbi, Rabbi got upset at him. The halacha is, if I have a hot pot of water, I'm allowed to go ahead and put another steaming pot of water on top of it. It's not an issue. Over there, he's just maintaining the heat. He's not going ahead and creating any bishel. Over here, he's going ahead and creating, by, co- by going ahead and cooking, he's cooking up the water. He's warming up the water. He's creating new warm water. So therefore, that's going to go ahead and be a problem. Then he, then he saw the porous. Sudar Apume Dekuva. He went ahead and took his turban off and put it on top of a barrel to go ahead and absorb some of the water from the barrel. Then he took it off and put it, on, put it back on. The rabbi got upset at him. Right? What's the difference? He says, Amalei, Rabbi told him, watch. He saw, he took the turban and was squeezing out the extra water that was on it. What's the difference between the regular and Rashi says, the special bagot, a special cloth, like a towel, that's made to put on, a ta- on, on top of a barrel to absorb the water. Over there, people aren't mocked if it's wet. If the towel's wet, you throw it into the laundry. We don't, you don't care if it's on a problem. But here, being that he's to put it back on his head, it's going to be wet, it's going to be uncomfortable. Where he's going to go ahead and squeeze it out. So he said one of the things that you cannot use in the mission, he said you can't use straw, zagan, or mukin. Mukin is, the Mishaburu teaches mukin, any type of soft material, like a cotton material. So any type of material, cut up clothing, shards of clothing, that's mukin, when it's wet. But if it's not wet, it's not a problem. Rashi explains this as follows. Typically, something which we, 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 we would not use on Shabbos has a dinner muksa. Muksa means I'm a maksa, I'm not going to go out and use it on Shabbos. Pieces of material, shards, I'm pasha's not going to use it on Shabbos. It's muksa, right? Sewing material is muksa on Shabbos. I'm not going to use it. But what if I went ahead and use it for hatmana? So now I have a use for it on Shabbos. 
Do, now, do I say it becomes a keli on Shabbos, so it doesn't have a din of muksa? That's a Gemara's question. Basically, he's saying is, right now, this is more expensive. It's cheaper to go ahead and do a tamana in, right, straw, which doesn't cost much, versus, right, yarn or whatever it is, and it costs more money. So, being that, he says, that being that this is more expensive, at the end of the day, we don't say it was bottled to the din of a tamana, and it's still going to go ahead and be, it's still going to go ahead and be also. It's going to be also. It has a din of muksa. Let's bring a raya. You can do it on a begizet tzemer. That's right when you share the wool of a sheep. But tzifet tzemer is after you go out and comb it. Strings of purple wool. Mukin, mukin, we said this material like cotton. Vayim et talta noise. It's a dinner muksa. And you cannot go ahead and carry it. So what do you see over here? What you see over here is, you see that it is muksa. We don't care. If you didn't do a tamana, then maybe you can't carry it. But if you did a tamana, maybe it's a of a keli and it's okay. What's the I would think, being that it's a soft material, I can lean on it. I can use it as a pillow. I can use it as a, we'll say as a pillow, or I can use it as a cushion. So therefore, it's not muksa. Kamash, well, it is muksa. And we see Taka, once we're talking about over here, the soft materials, the cotton, we're going to continue to another locha about it. Rav, chizda, shari, lahadure, the article has a different word for it, flockings. I didn't know what it meant. So I looked at the Mishabura. Mishabura says anything which is soft. The Steinzelt says soft materials. So the Mishabura says, Tzemer Gefen, which we know is cotton, and other types of those types of materials. Rav Chizda Shor Ladure, Udra Lebesadi B'Shabata. If your pillow went ahead and lost some of its filling, he allowed you to put it back on Shabbos. And it's not a problem of fixing Imana Eser, Chonabar Chizda, Rav Chizda, Matirium Besetzaver B'Shabbos. And Aloy Poistin. If you had a piece of cloth and you want to go ahead and create tzitzis, make a shirt out of it, what do you do? You have to go ahead and cut a hole to stick your head through the t shirt. If there was no hole there, you're not allowed to cut a hole on Shabbos because you're going ahead and you're making a keli. But you're allowed to go ahead and untie the string that ties it together. If it's a keli already, it's not a problem. Oh, the ain noisin esamukin. So you say like this, avaloid poistin. The ain noisin esamukin, I cannot go ahead and add my pillows, my feathers, whatever I have in my pillow, my polyester, my cotton, into my pillow on Shabbos. On Yontav, you mean we just went ahead and said that if your cotton fell out of your pillow, you ought to go ahead and put it back. The difference is, am I dealing with the new one if I'm dealing with the old one? If I'm dealing with the new pillows, I'm actually creating the pillow now. That's called being Masak and Mono. I'm making a Kalium over at Nisar Shabbos and Makavapatish Akrashi. That's why it's going to be a problem. But if it's an old one, so it's an old one that really exists. So all I'm doing is I'm fixing it. That doesn't have a din of Makavapatish and it's not a problem. Tanya Namihochi Vivaraya. You're now going to put these soft materials into a pillow, into a cover, but if they fell out, you can return them and of course, now we talked about opening a tzavar. If you have a shirt, write a piece of material, you want to cut a hole in it in order to go ahead and pull your head through to use it as a shirt. If you do it on Shabbos, Chayiv Chattas, Yichayiv Chattas. Rashi says, Yichayiv Chattas. The hash to the bottom Rashi, Kamashle Mona, you're creating a Kaili. Vechayiv Shemach Bepatash, Vahayim Gvam Alocha. That is the Gvam Alocha. Rambam says the reason is you're being Kareya. You're going ahead and ripping. Maskev Lo Rav Kahana. So Rav Kahana went and asked the Kasha. Ma Bein Zu, what's the difference between this? Magufis Chavis. 
Allah is, we'll learn later, that the Allah is, they used to make barrels, the way they went and had to preserve barrels, they put, a, they put a cover on top of the barrel, and they'd seal the co- cover on top of the barrel that stayed stuck to the barrel. The way you'd have to go ahead and take it off, is you'd cut the cover of the barrel off, and that would go ahead and create the barrel now as a receptacle. So over there, the Allah is, I'm allowed to do it on Shabbos, so why over here can I go ahead and, why over here do we say that you cannot go ahead and, you can say, if I said Tzav, it should be the same thing. Just like over there, I'm cutting open the barrel, now I'm creating a receptacle. Over here, I'm cutting out a hole in the t-shirt, now I have a t-shirt, what's the difference? It's very simple. The way t-shirt made, it's one material. I'm me going ahead and cutting out a hole in the t-shirt now, so I'm creating a mono. Over there, the way a barrel's made, and always the Shiloh with the soda cans and Shabbos, but the barrel's made like this cup of coffee. Basically, you have the cup, and then you have the cover that's put on top. Then you close it, and then you seal it rock solid. You can't get it off unless you cut, cover, cut it. But ultimately, originally, it was a keli beforehand as well, so therefore, it's not a problem. And again, like we know the soda can Shiloh on the soda can Shiloh on Shabbos, right? If you're allowed to open a soda can or not, but it depends how they're made. But I think Pasha soda cans, the way they're made today are, they're made similar to this cup. where They're made as one piece, as a receptacle, and then the other piece is actually fused on top. So yeah, it's pressed on top. It's pressed on top. So it's fused on top. So maybe, um, whatever. Speak to your local rabbi if you want to open soda cans on Shabbos, but that's the way they're made. Okay. The bottle certainly is like the barrels. A bottle of soda. Would right, barrels for sure like a barrel. Right. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Okay. Zark right. The child is just on the cap. I remember Rabbi Pearl. Avi Pearl gave us a shear about this in sixth grade, in eighth grade in Tarkim. He was on Nightshade, the Rebbe. So he taught, he, he taught us about this. He bought in a bunch of different bottles and showed us the difference. Back then, the Perrier bottles, if you remember, used to make like the beer bottles. So the question is, does the cap itself turn into a Kaylee? So he used to go ahead and just like put it on top and then squeeze it on. So it was a flat piece of metal before it went on the top of the bottle and the machine squeezed it around. So it wasn't a Kaylee before it went on versus the Coke, the, the, turn, the, turn, the turn caps actually are, they're not flat pieces of metal, pieces of plastic before they go on. Go on. They are caps. They just put them on and shrink them. So they're already a Kaylee beforehand. So being that that wasn't a Kaylee beforehand, maybe you're making a Kaylee on the cap of the Perrier bottle. And he did it visual back then. So obviously I was somewhat of a visual learner because I still remember it. Uh, I, everything else from eighth grade, I'm not sure if I do remember, but that I do remember. All right, weiter. Oh, we can't talk about what I remember. Okay, this is being recorded. Um, Rami, Rami lay, Rami lay Reb Yirmiel Reb Zerit. Oh no, Tanam, we learned. Okay, Shlil Shalkoifsen. What they used to do back then is, is that when they used to give in stuff into the cleaners, or the cleaners would clean something, like almost like in camp and you have your sock bag full of your socks, they shouldn't get lost. They used to go ahead and have a string and attach a bunch of things together to each other. Okay, Vishal Shalosh Mavtechei, so a ring of keys, Vabegat Shu Tafer Beklaim, or a begad which is tied together with climb, chibalutuma. Now it's meant to be taken apart. You're not going to go to wear climb. But right, right now, being that these two materials are connected, chibalutuma. As far as tuma is concerned, it's mechuber. Meaning that if I go ahead and touch one sock, the sock on the other end of the string is going to go ahead and become, or the shirt on the other end of the string is going to go ahead and become tummy. She said, until you go ahead and untie it. Alma even if you're not using it for malacha, meaning the cleaners gave it back to you, it's considered as if it's connected. In fact, you are minimum ask a question, they're like this, the, 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 over here, if I have a stick, and I use my stick, and I put a piece of metal on top, and now they're turned into an axe. Okay, so an axe is really a piece of metal with a stick underneath it. Now, pshuti clay eights, a regular piece of wood, is not makabal tumah. But while it's connected 
to the metal, it turns into a keli, so it is mekabal tumah. So let's see the Gemara inside now. So he says like this, Chibur l'tumah b'shas malacha. Why are you working it? Meaning b'shas malacha in, shalai b'shas malacha not. Loi. If you're not working in it, working with it, it doesn't have a din that's connected. So why over here, by this shlal shakufsin, does it have a din that is if it's connected, even if the cleaner is not using it. Amalei ha'asim shalai b'shas malacham, adam asal azark libein eitzim. Because if I'm not using the axe, people will take it apart, take the wood, and throw it back in between the pieces of wood. So therefore, it doesn't have a din of a keli. Hach shalai b'shas malacham, nami nichalei da'api nimfu ha'adamakslu. They used to hold on to these bags, or these strings, because as their items turn dirty, they go ahead and hang it back up, and they give it into the cleaners that way. So therefore, it was nichle that should go ahead and be hanging together. Who learned this? Did the rabbanon say? Anything that's connected to something has it didn't like it. I'm reviewing the Rav Ramei to me. The time we learned based on pach or based on tavlum beu based haner shebekira. So we talked about the kira over here. What's the kira? The kira is a two-parted oven that David gave us a gavaldig picture of, right? The two-parted oven over here that we have. Hold on a second. Let's go to our photos over here. See all photos and a two-parted oven that so a double oven. Let's pull it up over here. Okay. I just like sharing my screen. It's just fun. So, um, okay. So I have my our two padded oven over here, our kira. And then what they did in the kira was the base apaches. The two I saw the the Pharisees saw on the rav learns that they used to go ahead and they used to cook right here. So in order to cook right here, what they did was is they'd go ahead and they'd add spices to it. So, hold on a second. Edit and create. Oh, there we go. Now you guys told me to draw. You're in trouble. You should, ooh, shouldn't have done that. Um, there we go. Alrighty. So, basically, um, so, basically, they have like a, a, a thing that would connect over here, right? That either you put on top of it a, right? Either you put on top of it your spices, okay? So, you put your spices on top of it, or you put a candle on top of it. Okay, so you put either your spices or a candle on top of it. It was a connection to the oven. So is it considered connected to the oven or not? Why would you put your spices over there? It should be convenient for you to go ahead and use when you are cooking. A light in case it's dark at night. Like, you know, you have the, on your top of your cooktop, you have a light to see what's going ahead and cooking. They put a candle there as well. It's going to be a question that's going to be considered chibur. Just interesting fact, the Steinsalz, um, the Steinsalz gives you a picture of a modern day, okay, hold on a second, sorry about that. The Steinsalz is gonna give us a picture of a modern day, of a, of a, of a, of a um, oven that was, that they found in, in, in one of the Bakochla caves, and an actual kira, and basically what it had is, there were additional holes that were there for spices and for oils. So that's the way he learns what this base Habad is. I had a picture of it this morning, I should have a picture of it as well. Let me just, I just wish I knew to use this computer a little better. I'd be able to pick it up. Um, oh, forget it. Wasting time here. All righty. So the bottom line is, is that the Allah is, let's see it inside. The Allah is like this. Even if the item is in the airspace. 
But over here, it's going to be metama. It's going to be metama only by touching the walls, not in the airspace. If it has a din of a kira, so even the airspace should make a tami, right? The Gemara says, if it's not like a kira, so therefore, even if it's, like, if it's not like a kira, um, sorry, I lost the place. It should not be metami even b'maga. So Gemara says like this. No, you're right. In the chanami, really, the halacha is is that is a a fil maga nami leitami. Oilam lav kikiridami. Really, it's not like a kira. For a bonu the gozer bar, there were goyzer as a din of a kira. I gozer bar fil ba'aver nami. If there were goyzer, even the airspace should be goyzer leitami. Like my avdar abana kira kehech leosal a day lemister v'leit truim v'kachim. The abana made a hacker. Why did Rabbanon go ahead and make a hacker? The Rabbanon wanted to say that, hey, we know that making something tummy is a double, is, is really a double edged short. It's a, it's a catch 22. I mean, machmer, it's tummy. I can't use it. But at the same time, the Allah is, if it touches truma, you have to burn it. So if it's only a tumma de Rabbanon, you don't go ahead and burn truma. So therefore, what they did was, they had to go ahead and make any tumma de Rabbanon. They had to do it in a way where I, I would know it's a tumma de Rabbanon. So I would not go ahead and come to burn truma because of it. Okay, so that's the, that's the reason why it was done um, that way. All right, let's go to Vaita. Tarun Rabbanon, Mispayrishal Parakim, is a, a scissor. Now scissors, a lot of times, come in two pieces. You can take them apart, right? The two, the two parts of the scissor. The Ismail Shemrihitni. Ismail Shemrihitni is a plane. It's a carpenter's plane, okay? And a carpenter's plane is, I'll show you a quick picture over here. Okay, so a carpenter's plane. Um, let me just pick it up over here. Okay, there we go. Give me a second. A carpenter's plane has different pieces to it. Okay, now the carpenter's plane, if you look at it, okay, you see over here, this, this is the carpenter's plane. Right over here. Okay, so if you see the carpenter's plane, um, part of the carpenter's plane over here is, is this piece over here. You see they come out, these two pieces. So they're not really connected. Okay, so let's see it inside. If that's connected, then If I want to go ahead and spritch may um, tar on it, I have to do it in each piece in the ta- in, in the in, in the band, in the bandly. If it's considered connected, even if I spritched on the part that doesn't come out, that should be enough. While minatayra, it's considered connected, whether it is for or for spritching the mechatash. That's not a tumma for neither. The Rabbanon attack a geyser that should have a din of chibur. But there we get him. We have another case where it's only a din de Rabbanon. Being said, din de Rabbanon, he said that it's considered chibur as far as the tumma is concerned, but it's not considered chibur as far as. The hazaz is concerned that you're going to have to go ahead and do two separate hazaz on each one. Okay, we'll stop here. Shkoyach.